0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, a little fog and mist out. 50 degrees at the KVOM studios on this Friday, the first day of December, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We'll see sunny skies today and a high in the low 60s. It'll be a little breezy out. Overnight increasing clouds and a low of 39 with widespread dense fog at daybreak. Fog should be gone by about 9 o'clock Saturday. We'll have sunny skies and a high in the upper 50s. Saturday night, clear in 40. Sunday, sunshine and a high of 62. And that's the same forecast that we'll get for Monday. Right now, there is some fog out. 50 at the KVOM Studios. Let's send out congratulations to our KVOM Employee of the Day for this first day of December. It's Samantha Robertson at the Conway County Center for Exceptional Children. If you're a long-time listener of this station, you know that on the first business day of the month, we take the previous month's Employee of the Day winners and draw out an Employee of the Month. That person will get an additional little parcel of prizes. And we want to congratulate Cindy Gatling at Healthcare Pharmacy. She is our November Employee of the Month. Obituaries this morning. Ira Don Cahill, age 82, of Moralton, known as Daddy Don, died on Saturday, November 25th. Visitation will be this morning 9 to 10. At First United Methodist Church in Moralton, followed by services at 10, the burial will be at Memorial Park Cemetery in Whitehall at 2.30 this afternoon. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Nora Louise Hubbard, age 88, of Moralton, died on Wednesday, November 29th. She was married to Dewey Hubbard for 50 years before his passing. She worked for Levi's and for over 30 years as a Walmart associate. She was a member of Smith Springs Baptist Church and is survived by her son, Levin Hubbard of Hot Springs Village, six grandchildren, 11 great-grandchildren, five great-great-grandchildren, two sisters and one brother, among other special relatives. Family visitation will be Sunday, 4-6 to 6 p.m. at the Harris Funeral Home Chapel. Funeral service for Nora Louise Hubbard will be Monday, December 4th, 10 a.m. at Smith Springs Baptist Church. Memorials may be made to Smith Springs Free Will Baptist Church Building Fund at number 40 Smith Springs Road in Moralton. Burial will be at Aunt Dilly Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Ronald Franklin McKay, age 60, of Moralton has died. He was a machine operator at Amtran and a Baptist. He is survived by his wife of 40 years, Lou McKay, daughter Amy Houston, two brothers, one sister and six grandchildren, among other family and friends. A Celebration of Life for Ronald Franklin McKay will be held Monday, December 4th, 6 p.m., at Fort Reach Church at Hattieville. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Avonowell Oliver Page, age 87, of Perryville, died on Monday, November 27th. Funeral service will be Saturday, December 2nd, 10 a.m., at Union Valley Southern Baptist Church with Brother Larry Hibbert officiating. Burial will be at Thornburg Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. And the family will receive friends tonight from 5 until 7 at the funeral home. Helen Ruth Robinson, age 75, died on Tuesday, November 28th. She was of the Assembly of God faith and worked for many years at the cotton mill as a weaver and at Kimberly Clark. She was married for over 50 years to Edward Leon Tutty Robinson before he passed away in 2017. She survived by her children, Edward Leon Eddie Robinson Jr. of Belleville, Kevin Robinson of Moralton, Priscilla Davis of Moralton, and Adriana Robinson of Morelton two sisters, seven grandchildren, and five great-grandchildren, among other family and friends. Visitation will be today at noon at Smith Springs Free Will Baptist Church. The funeral service for Helen Ruth Robinson will be held at 1 p.m. today, also at Smith Springs Free Will Baptist Church. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Joseph Taylor, age 80, died on Tuesday, November 28. Visitation will be Monday, December fourth, 10 a.m., at Lone Oak Baptist Church at Overcup. Funeral service will follow at 11 a.m. with burial at Kilgore Cemetery in Birdtown by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. In lieu of flowers, memorials may be made to outreach ministries at Lone Oak Baptist Church. Approaching 7.36, we've got some fog and mist and 50 at the KVOM studios right now. Today, partly sunny, high of 62 with some gusty winds. KVOM's morning news watch continues in just a moment. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch at 737. Some fog and mist in 50 at the KVOM studios. The Moralton City Council has approved the city's proposed 2024 operating budget. During a special meeting on Thursday, council members unanimously approved the budget, which projects approximately $6.1 million in revenue for the general fund. Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer explains, The budget is only preliminary, and revisions will need to be made periodically.
1: Today we're, we're just here to, to uh, pass a proposed budget by law by December 1st. This is not the binding final version. There are some chances to have some extra income if the eclipse pans out and those kind of things, but yeah. that's not in there, so that'll just be extra.
0: A $50,000 appropriation for eclipse expenses is among the differences in the budget compared to the 2023 budget. There's also additional money set aside for a 3% salary increase for employees. A $200,000 transfer to the Parks Fund and a $100,000 transfer to Playland are also included in the 2024 budget, along with a $170,000 line item for what is labeled Commitment to Soccer. The city had set aside money in 2023 for the proposed construction of new soccer fields, a plan that appears to be on hold for now. Instead, Jan Cummings and Tiffany Hubbard with the Parks and Recreation Department presented a plan to the council that would keep youth soccer games on the baseball and softball fields with the installation of artificial turf on those fields. The plan also includes replacing the lights on the fields and replacing the gym floor at Moralton Community Center. No action has been taken on that proposal, which would need to be completed in phases over time due to cost constraints. Council members also heard a report from Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce President Donnie Crane on a proposal to create the position of Moralton Tourism Director, the funding for which would be split between the City and the Chamber. The proposal has been recommended by Council Member Benny Baker and discussed previously by the Council. The creation of that position has not been approved yet by the City Council or the Chamber, though the City's 2024 budget does include an additional $30,000 to the Chamber for the City's share of the Director's salary. Christmas parade season kicks off locally with Perry County's annual parade on Saturday. This year's theme is Candy Cane Christmas. Any organization or individual is invited to participate. Entries will line up at the Perryville High School at 5 p.m. Judging starts at 5 30. Trophies will be awarded for Best Decorated Horse, Fire Truck, Business Organization and Vehicle. The parade will depart from the high school at 6 p.m., and end at the Perry County Courthouse, where Santa will be available to visit with kids and take pictures. For more information on the Christmas Parade in Perryville, you can call Mary Lawrence at 501-889-4569. The parade's not the only one taking place in Perry County this weekend. A parade in the town of Quesa will be held Sunday evening, starting at 6.30. Meanwhile, the Conway County Christmas Parade is set for next Thursday at 5.30. Entries are being accepted You can find that entry form on the Conway County Christmas Parade Facebook page, and it must be turned in by 5 o'clock on Wednesday the 6th. And the Nebel Vista 4-H Pioneers are hosting their fifth annual Center Ridge Christmas Parade on Saturday, December 9th. You can call Kathy Jarvis for more information about that at 501-215-3114. Local unemployment rates declined in the month of October, according to the report released Thursday by the Arkansas Division of Workforce Services. The data shows the jobless rate in Conway County dropped six-tenths of a percentage point from 3.7% in September to 3.1% in October. The unemployment rate in Perry County declined from 3.7% in September to 3.4% in October. Conway County's rate of unemployment matches the state jobless rate, which increased two-tenths of a percentage point from 2.9% in September to 3.1% in October. At 3.9%, the United States jobless rate rose one-tenth of a percentage point between September and October. Well, today's topic of Winter Weather Awareness Week is the cold of winter. Dennis Cavanaugh with the National Weather Service in Little Rock explains that even without snow and ice, cold air temperatures can lead to exposure dangers if you're not properly prepared to be outdoors. He says the most important thing is to have the clothes on hand to dress appropriately for the weather.
2: And that's especially uh, important for the kiddos. You know, smaller,
0: uh, smaller folks, kids—they uh, can—they can really get hypothermia really fast if they're not uh, properly dressed for winter weather. Uh, so it's important to dress in multiple layers, be able to protect your your head, your fingers, your toes. Uh, have a you know some
2: even boots or uh, thick shoes, uh, a couple of layers of socks.
0: Kavanaugh adds there are a few other things such as freezing pipes that you have to prepare for when the temperature falls below freezing. He says all exposed pipes should be insulated or completely shut off in cold weather. Some reminders from our community calendar for you now. A portion of Highway 92 east of Center Ridge remains closed until further notice for a bridge repair project. Riverview Baptist Christian School at Apollo is hosting a chili and soup supper. Today, 4 to 6.30 p.m. in the school cafeteria. Meals include chili, soup, crackers, cornbread, dessert and drink, and carryouts are available. The cost is a donation to the school. You can place an order in advance by calling 501-215-1752. First Baptist Church of Russellville presents the Living Nativity, a live portrayal of the true meaning of Christmas, tonight 6 to 8 on the First Security Bank lawn on West Main in Russellville. It will also be presented December 21st through 23rd from 7 to 8.30 each night. The Hattieville Holiday Market will be held Saturday, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Hattieville Community Building at 621 Lake Loop. It is a fundraiser for the Friends of Hattieville and Old Hickory. That's the group which maintains the historic schoolhouse at Hattieville. For more information, call Julie at 501-504-4065. And the Cleveland Lodge of Freemasons will meet Saturday night at 7. Well, we'd love for you to download the all-new EAB Media app. It puts your favorite programs at your fingertips, allowing you to listen with ease. You can get it on the App Store and Google Play. Your radio stations, your sports, your podcast, your Arkansas, all on the new EAB Media Group mobile app. It's one of the many places where you can hear the podcast of this newscast, published each weekday and brought to you by Pettyjean State Bank. Now 744. We've got some fog and mist, 50 at the KVOM Studios. Coming up on Close Up, we'll visit with Kevin Van Pelt from the Conway County Extension Service. Eric Tyler is up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Always in touch. Daddy Member FDIC an Equal Housing Lender.
2: K Films NewsWire Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. The Bigelow High School football team is heading to Little Rock this morning to face East Poinsett County in the Class Two A State Championship game at War Memorial Stadium. Panthers are looking to cap an undefeated season with their first state championship in program history. It's the first title game appearance for the Panthers, and they're facing a team also seeking its first state title in football. East Points County rides into War Memorial Stadium on an 11-game winning streak with a record of 12-1. and Panthers-Warriors matchup is the first of two state championship games being played today and scheduled to kick off at noon. Junior Ayla Holzman scored 10 points to lead Second Heart Senior Girls basketball team to a 53-19 win over Hector in a consolation game in the Go-Mallet Classic at St. Joseph and Conway on Thursday. Seniors Emily Shepp and Madison added 9 points apiece for the Lady Knights. Sega Hearts boys lost their game to Hector in a tight contest. Marlton's senior high basketball team is open for a four-conference play tonight with games at Ozark. The Lady Devil Dogs were dominant in the conference a year ago, finishing 14-0 in league play on the way to a state semifinals appearance. They're off to a good start this season with a 4-1 record in their five non-conference games thus far, including a 52-49 road win over Hot Springs Lakeside on Tuesday. The Lady Hillbillies are 2-3 this season. Moralton's boys play tonight. The record of 5-2 after a 66-60 overtime loss to Lakeside on Tuesday. a are 3-3. Three and three. The atkins starts with a June varsity game at 5 p.m. Followed by varsity girls and boys games. And we will have a broadcast of the two varsity games live on 101.7 KVOM online at KVOM.com and on the EAB Media Group app starting around 6 o'clock. Wonderview is also in action tonight. Non-conference games at Lamar. Junior boys play at 5 p.m., followed by senior girls and senior boys. Nemo Vistas, senior high teams, play tomorrow in the constellation round of the Fast Break Classic and Quitman. Girls play at Bay at 1 p.m. The boys play Rosebud at 2.15. University of Arkansas men's basketball team upset number 15. Florida State 71-58 to on the road last night in the SEC-ACC Challenge. Razorbacks are now 7-1. and They'll host number two UCLA this Sunday in Bud Walton Arena. The Hendrix College men's team lost to Lyon College, 84 to 66, on Thursday in Batesville. When of was Caleb Squires had two points, three rebounds, and two assists in that loss for the Warriors. Look at weather now. On this Friday morning, we've got humidity at 100 percent with calm winds. Barometric pressure 29.79 inches. Low temperature this morning 46 degrees. High yesterday was just 49. A year ago today, the low is twenty-seven, the high was fifty-three, and it rained a little bit yesterday, two point one seven inches. We got at the KVOM studios brings our total for the year to fifty-three point nine four inches. Sunset this afternoon is at four fifty-nine. Sunrise tomorrow morning, seven o one. And you should see clearing skies today, partly sunny by this afternoon a high near 62 degrees mostly clear tonight some dense fog overnight a low around 39 degrees and becoming mostly sunny tomorrow high near 59 and then sunny with highs in the uh, low 60s sunday and in the early part of next week right now we've got a little fog in the area 52 degrees Now in Marlton at 749 on KVOM NewsWatch continues in just a moment. always in touch
0: member fdic
2: an equal housing lender it is seven fifty three now on kvom we're joined on a close-up interview this morning by kevin van pelt agriculture agent conway county Extension service good morning to you kevin good
1: morning
2: Eric. all right good to catch up with you here and in, uh, in december now first day of december Can you believe it it, it got uh, here <laughs> it got here uh, <laughs> ready or not uh, um but you got some uh, important dates to uh, give us. You talked, I guess, last time that we'd be having pesticide applicator trainings, production meetings, that sort of stuff. So, yeah. have dates for those? Those pesticide applicator trainings. When are those going to be?
1: Yeah, um, our our office will be closed uh, during the Christmas break, uh, Christmas Eve till the day after New Year's. But when actually, when we come back this year, uh, uh, we're going to be starting off. Uh, January 8th with the soybean production meeting. It'll be mm-hmm. a corn and soybean production meeting here and it'll be for the River Valley but it'll be here in um, in Moralton at the multi-purpose building starting about 9 o'clock that morning and then um, the River Valley Beef Conference will be in Ozark this year at the I-40 livestock auction and that is on I can't even read my own writing February 20th Third, (laughs) okay, sounds good. Yeah. Oh, sorry. February February twentieth. Twentieth, okay. And then um, the the um, uh, pesticide applicator training will be uh, in January. Will be the first one, January twenty (coughs) third, and then another one Tuesday, uh, March the fifth. Okay. And uh, both of those will start at six o'clock in the evening. They'll be at the Workforce Training Center. Uh these these pesticide applicator trainings are for or uh for uh for producers, uh anybody involved in uh, any time any type of uh agriculture production. It's not for homeowners. Uh mm-hmm. but it's it'll be for those producers that got their license, I took this training back in 2019 and got their license renewed then they'll be coming up to have it renewed uh for two thousand twenty four. Okay. And so uh, it's important if you're to check your pesticide applicator license and make sure when it expires. If it expires in 2024, then you'll need to attend one of these trainings. All right. And they're also available online. Uh, but if anybody has any questions on on any of it, they can call us at, at, our, at the office at 977-2146.
2: Okay. So a lot of uh, important stuff coming up once we get into the new year's. Uh, applicator trainings in those production meetings which are uh, obviously pretty big pretty big meetings those production meetings yes multiple counties involved in those yes
1: yes we uh the um we the uh uh, our extension state specialists come in and it's it's more or less like like an update on you know what's new and in uh in soybean and corn production and uh the beef conference is also uh, a very good uh very good meeting very informative okay
2: all right let's so mark those dates and on your calendar and uh, get ready for those and again more information nine seven seven two one four six was uh was your number there so yes and we'll uh probably won't talk to you again till uh till after the new year and those will be uh fast approaching then so uh, but anything else this morning, Kevin?
1: That's about it, Eric.
2: All right. We certainly appreciate you coming in again. And, uh, again, I don't think we'll uh, catch up with you before the holidays. So uh, Merry Christmas I'm, and all I'm, that stuff.
1: I'm trying to wrap yep. it up before the end of the year gets here, but I don't know if uh, it might be beat me. I don't know. <laughs>
2: all right. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in this morning.
1: Thanks, Eric. Have a good weekend. You
2: too. Kevin Pelt at Carl Dragan, Common County Extension Service, with a 757 now on KVOM.